Hey everyone, this is James with This Beautiful Crazy Life Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Today is part four of our Advent devotional series. As you guys know, we've been going through Advent as a way to encourage those and reflect on the birth of Jesus and the hopeful anticipation we have in his return to bring peace and justice and love to the world, which is what the Christian story is about, is that there was a God who invaded time and space to uh, provide peace and love and justice and also offer salvation for a lost people. So I want to talk about that a little bit real quick here. This is going to be a very quick one, just a little quick pondering. So the name Jesus, I don't know about you guys, but that name, at least in the English version, I have never met anyone with the name of Jesus. And I know in many Latin and Hispanic cultures, you know people who are named Jesus, especially in Central America specifically. But that name is pretty uncommon throughout Asia, Africa, and the Western world. And, and, and of course, North America. And so it's not a name that we really think about. And the name Jesus, as many of you know, isn't the actual name that is recorded in the Bible. And the actual name for Jesus, many peoples believed as Yahshua, which we could be pronouncing incorrectly because, of course, we are a couple thousand years far removed from that name. Now, that name Yahshua would be better translated, not Jesus, but instead Joshua, believe it or not. And We all know many Joshua's, and that is a pretty common name here in the West, or at least in American English-speaking countries. It was also a very common name back in the first and second century. I have this beautiful commentary called The Expositor's Bible Commentary by Frank Gablian. No, wait, I'm sorry, by Frank Gablian. I'm not even going to edit that out that I mispronounced that. And it is a huge, giant scholar work for biblical study. It is huge. It has a bunch of uh, notes in here, a huge bibliography. Everything is cited. And it is a very comprehensive study commentary that people who are Christian and non-Christian to look at just to break down what this Bible stories for Mark, Luke, Matthew, those three Gospels are talking about. And there's one in every book in the Bible. It's from the 70s, and it's great. It really helps me get some scholarly perspective from people who study, trying to get to what the original writers meant when they were writing these stories and how people back then understood those stories in the Gospel and all the biblical writings, right? And it's just really interesting to me that the God of the universe, who we Christians believe is Jesus or Yahshua, picked a very common name. Now, the name Yahshua means the one who saves, so maybe that's appropriate. It comes, you know, some people trace it back to Yahweh. Some people dispute that. That's a whole other thing. But let's just think about that. He chose a common name. And he was born in a to a group of commoners in a time, you know, in ancient Israel, which didn't even exist as region of Judea, Israel, Palestine, to people who were, we don't know what their economic status was. Some people say that 
maybe they weren't actually poor, but they weren't rich, but just regular people of that time at best who are now ostracized because, well, Mary is not married and is pregnant. And if you tell people that God gave you a baby, uh, most people look at you crazy. Uh, even back then, people probably would have not believed that, and they didn't. And it's just crazy to think that the Lord of the universe picked that way in order to come into our plane of existence. You know, like, I think that's really strange. I mean, it's one of the things I think is a big leap for many people. You know, Paul writes about how the gospel is foolish to both the Greeks and the Jews. I'm going to paraphrase this just to get the point out. But he was talking about more of the crucifixion, the idea that this guy would be born to some random woman in the middle of nowhere, not some big proclamation of I am the greatest of all time, smiting his enemies, but instead died. That sounds crazy. For Jews, it didn't make sense at the time. And then Paul says for the Greeks, which he kind of just uses for the Greco-Roman world, that doesn't make sense. What kind of king or God does that? And even today, many people find that extremely silly that God would choose some random girl to be born to. You know, they'll say that this is just ridiculousness and just kind of a weird offshoot of Greek mythology. But what we Christians believe is that, no, it's just that the values of the kingdom are different than the values of our cultures, which when we think of power, we don't think of small people on the edges, on the, you know, who are marginalized. We think of people who are government officials and in charge of multinational corporations and military. And that's why it is such a strange story. And if it was strange today, it was strange then. I think sometimes we think that people back in the ancient world, just like, even though they had some, were much more superstitious. I mean, it's like how you look at some cultures that are have more superstition and religion today. Every, 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 most days while they have these myths in the background, the practical things is they just live normal lives. Like people don't think that babies are just conceived out of nowhere. If that was the case, then Mary wouldn't have to worry about the stigma. But she did because that is a crazy story. So as we think about that, I just find it incredible that God likes to work among everyday average people.